Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Friday, September 22nd. And once again, what's driving the day is Kevin McCarthy's struggle to pass, well, anything through the House. Joining me to talk about the situation on the Hill is Congress reporter and primary author of our Huddle newsletter, Daniela Diaz. Good morning, Daniela. Good morning, Ryan. Let's start with recapping where Kevin McCarthy stands at the end of this week and what we've learned. I would say, and I'm going to choose my words carefully, Ryan, because it has been quite a week. The ball hasn't moved that much forward when it comes to funding the government on the House side. Republicans are still where they started earlier this week. And when I say Republicans, I really mean House Republican leadership when it comes to figuring out a plan that would pass the House along party lines, because of course, the minority party always votes no on these issues. That's always how it's been in the past. And that would be, of course, the Democrats to try to get enough votes to fund the government. And right now, there are still so many members, especially a lot of those in the House Freedom Caucus that would not support any sort of bill to fund the government. And the real problem is that they don't want to support a bill that would fund the government at its current levels. And as McCarthy has, as we've watched twice now this week, try to offer uh, concessions to them to get them on board, nothing's changed their minds. So we've seen that not only with proposals that have been floated to these members to get them on board to fund the government that would cut funding for a temporary amount of time, but we've also seen it with two failed rule votes for a defense appropes bill that of course, the rule it vote isn't even the actual vote. It's just it's just a vote to advance the debate. So it's it's pretty crazy that basically he's at square one and nothing's changed. In the old days, voting against the rule was like a cardinal sin in the House. And it's just this week turned into something that's routine. So looking at this from afar, like McCarthy just seems to have lost his like right now he does not have a functioning majority to do the basics. Can't pass a pr- appropriation bill for the Defense Department can't pass a CR to just keep the government open for a few more weeks as they <laughs> negotiate the, the the real stuff, the, the annual appropriations bills. So at the end of the week, what do you see as the kind of live options for McCarthy being? I think he's figuring that out as we speak, Ryan. This is what he's been trying to figure out a week. I don't know if he has an answer yet. He has been floating several different ways to get these members on board with any sort of proposal, including, you know, having appropriations bills on the floor, which is what a lot of these members in the House Freedom Caucus are saying that they want to happen. And then, of course, he can't even do that. And I think the important thing to remember here is it only takes five members in the GOP conference to tank a bill because he has such a razor thin majority in the House. So... What we're seeing still happen is he's meeting with different factions of his conference, you know, the more conservative, the more moderate, to see where he can land on a deal on a, now it seems, appropriations bills to put on the floor to appease the more conservative members of the conference who said that's what they want to vote on first before they vote on any sort of stopgap bill to fund the government. But important to note, Ryan, in all of this is they've run out of time. There's no way that anything can be put on the floor to prevent a shutdown in the House by now. Yeah, that's an important point. All of these appropes bills would be dead on arrival. A CR that he's trying to pass would be dead on arrival. And something to keep in mind, especially considering that Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, you know, just visited Capitol Hill on Thursday to plead with lawmakers for more money. McCarthy has no plans to include any sort of Ukraine aid in any sort of continuing resolution to fund the government. But the Senate does plan to do that. And 
it seems that that's going to be a major debate once a CR starts. And it looks like that's starting. But right now, it's really complicated. All right, that's a perfect segue into this vacuum of leadership created by Kevin McCarthy not being able to govern his conference, have stepped uh, the Democrats in a couple of ways. And I want you to break this down for us. The first that is important today is some action over in the Senate. Chuck Schumer, who's been watching what's been going on in the House and waiting for McCarthy to send him a CR, it looks like he's not going to wait anymore. Tell us what you, you know about that. Well, after the Senate finished votes mid-afternoon on Thursday, out of nowhere, we saw Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer move on a vehicle. And bear with me, Ryan, it's a little, you know, procedural here, but he's basically moving a House bill that is nothing to do with funding the government as a shell vehicle to potentially start the process. So because it takes so long in the Senate to get these things moving when it comes to funding the government, it takes days. It's not something that can happen, you know, with the snap of a finger in the Senate. It's a lot of moving parts to get a bill across the finish line. And so he knew, I guess, watching and we and, and I say that he knew we hadn't heard from him. Uh, after this, this was just a procedure we saw happen through, you know, what we know about how the Senate works. It was announced. He filed cloture on this bill. And I think it's because he realized that they're running out of time. And his initial idea of just watching what was happening in the House and taking whatever the House sent over for a bill to fund the government, that's not going to happen, especially after what happened on Thursday with House leadership and House Republicans not even being able to pass a defense bill. And just one final thing, Danielle, just to put this in, in perspective, all of this is just to pass the continuing resolution to keep the government going while they negotiate the real nitty gritty of the annual appropriations bills, which presumably will be even a more difficult lift for McCarthy. In other words, I guess what I'm asking is, wasn't this was supposed to be the easy part of the process? You really nailed it, Ryan. This was supposed to be the easy part. It was supposed to be the part that they just needed to do temporarily to work on the bigger picture of funding the government at the spending levels that they negotiated in the GOP debt deal with the White House. And it's turning out to be probably one of the most difficult things in McCarthy's tenure as speaker. And it really... I think is a preview into what's going to come because we'll be right back where we started with whatever CR deal they end up negotiating for, whether it's a month until December, whenever. And they can't, and again, I just really want to emphasize House Republicans are having difficulty getting even the appropriations bills that they negotiated over the past couple of months since they negotiated this debt limit deal with the White House across the finish line in the House. I mean, we saw that DOD bill tank, and that is the case for a lot of these appropriations bills. They don't have the support of the whole conference. So we're going to see a lot more of that to come. And we should add that late last night, the Rules Committee put out a notice that they're going to start the process of moving several of those appropriations bills today. Danielle, thank you so much for breaking that down. Thank you so much, Ryan. And for your schedule today, the Senate is in and the House is out. President Biden will receive the daily briefing in the morning. Then in the afternoon, he gives remarks on gun safety in the Rose Garden with Vice President Kamala Harris. And be sure to check out a new Politico podcast, Power Play, out now. The show introduces you to the top global leaders in business, politics, and culture, and dives deep into how they think about the pressing news around them. You can listen to Power Play wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening.